Welcome to Push Rim Life After Injury Podcast, recorded May 9th, 2014, episode 41, Pageantry with a Purpose. I'm Ray Pizarro. I'm Richard Bow. We want to thank our audience for being with us. Um, these podcasts were created to talk about spinal cord injury-related topics, disability resources, and also spotlight individuals that found ways to get past their challenges or, and are now a great source of inspiration. On this episode, our friend Cindy De Jesus will be sharing her story as current president of Miss Wheelchair California Pageant, Inc., and the former title holder, 2013. So we want to welcome her. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me today. Yeah, thanks for making the trek over here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to start off, I just want to ask, um, uh, what brings you here and how did you get into the chair and all of that good stuff? Well, I uh, actually broke my back. I didn't get into the wheelchair till just recently, like in the past five years. However, the, the story starts a long time ago when I was 12 years old. I was in a treehouse. It was Father's Day. And I was in with a friend, and the friend's mother called and asked her to hurry up. So she hurried by helping me out of the tree with a little extra push. And unfortunately, I hit my head on the way down and fell like a rag doll, which is what caused the um, impaction of the spinal cord on top of each other. So total obliteration of T12L1. So there's a... uh, um, they did a graft from my hip to correct the problem, told me I would never walk. I did the traction thing, and I'm one of these people that don't ever tell me never. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they said never, I'm just like, I think you're wrong. And they would just look at me like, you're just a stupid little kid. What do you know? And, mm. and I just said, no, I think you're wrong because I can, I can feel my feet. So. You know, and I can feel my legs. So, you know, so anyway, I went through the hospital thing. So it was an incomplete injury then? You still had sensation under the mm-hmm. injury? Correct. Okay. And, and, but they still didn't see it as enough to make a difference. They felt it was definitely not enough to make a difference. And at the time, I lived in Chicago, so I was at uh, Northwestern Hospital. Okay. And from Northwestern Hospital, after about a month there i was in a coma for only a few days not long and then uh several surgeries within that month that i was there and then i was transferred over to the rehab and i spent three months in the rehab what would you say where was the rehab you know i honestly don't remember the name of it. it it it's connected to northwestern university hospital right there on lake michigan Oh, okay. So it's it's right on the lakefront. You can actually see the the lake and the ice and everything and all the fun <laughs> from the. Uh, so while while you were in rehab, what was uh, what, what would you say was the most challenging part of your your rehab, and how long did you stay? I was in rehab for three months, and the most challenging part was not being allowed to do what I knew I could do but being told, this is what you're going to do. And, and 
you know, as a 12 year old, you know, you're obstinate to begin with, you know, <laughs> just go out on the street today and you'll know any, any 12 year old's a pain in the butt. But I was definitely a challenge for the nurses and the therapists. And about the only thing I really, truly enjoyed was uh, the aquatic therapy because the it was just so easy. It was so easy. Um, and I moved around very well, but I didn't get a lot of therapy in those. Mostly during those months were spent to let me know that I am now in a wheelchair and this is going to be your life and blah, blah, blah. So get over it. And, um, so was your family there to, um, have your back and, and friends as, as a backbone? Well, my, my family actually believed in what the doctors had to say and all I wanted to do was come home. Mm. So I went home and finally, you know, after after months and months went home and when I had gotten home, my dad and his cousin mm. decided to build a gym for me in the living room. So our living oh, nice. room got converted into a gym. There you go. So, awesome. <laughs> so they they believed in me, not what the doctor had to say. So they couldn't wait to get me home. And, uh, you know, at the time in the hospital, it's just like, yeah, 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 agree just so that we can get her home. So anyway, when, once they got me home, whole different story. Yeah, yeah, and you had a whole custom rehab situation set up. Yes, and I was working Very out nice. every day, and there were times when I was just like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And my my um, dad's cousin was pushing me, you have to, you have to, you know. And so so I did. And when I had gone in for a three-month checkup mm-hmm. back at the hospital, they were blown away that I was walking. Wow. So they were just like, you you just did the impossible. And mm-hmm. I said, no, I just did what you wouldn't let me do. <laughs> so, you proved them wrong, yeah. You, yeah. you were on your own schedule, and, and you decided to pave the way and, yeah. and move forward. And I think exactly. that's why it's so important to take care of your own care. Exactly. And make exactly. sure you're getting the right treatment from doctors or therapists or whoever. Right. And, you know, it's it because Northwestern is one of the highly respected facilities you know, my parents kind of had to take it because the doctors sure weren't going to change their opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I changed their opinion when when I went in. And that was really uh, gratifying to be able to say, this is what I want. Mm. You know, and this, you know, at that point they were, how can we help you? Right. And then it became a whole different story where I could tell them, I need, you know, more with, I, I have the balance beam, so I need something more with drop foot, mm. to work with drop foot and stuff. So they, they really helped me along with supplying me with the AFOs and the um, whatever I needed. I started out with... For people who don't know uh, AFOs, is those kind of braces? It, or? Yes, it's an ankle foot orthotic. Okay. So I have um, uh, ankle foot orthotic on both of them, both my legs and okay. at the time they were mid-thigh okay. and they had knee locks so if you guys can picture Forrest Gump yes uh, I can <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> similar was, similar setup yes, that was me but um, I told my dad this this isn't working this works for them it doesn't work for me so mm-hmm. could please saw these things off down here mm-hmm. so my dad trusted me again and he 
cut them off, and I was able to move and walk. And I had so you to, cut them off below the knee. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because otherwise, when they were above the knee, I was I was literally doing the Forrest Gump of you know stiff legs and and we don't recommend you going ahead and doing that make sure you talk to your therapist or your doctor to make sure it's safe yeah it, <laughs> worked, is, it worked for her but it, it might not work that for doesn't you, work so. for everybody Correct. and and of course you want to make sure that your insurance company doesn't get angry with you too but <laughs> yeah. um you know for for me it was just i knew my body well enough and my family trusted me enough Good. to do what i needed and it worked out really well now how soon after that did you um return to school i mean after you got hurt i returned to school right away okay so i i was not away um you didn't miss like a year or, or oh stuff no like because that. my injury happened in the summer and so i only missed about september okay and it was October when I was back in school, so it was not a problem. Did you come in? Did you return in a wheelchair, or were you come in in crutches, or how did you? Get I went back? back in the wheelchair for safety's sake. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you're in among a whole lot of students and you're just, you know, learning to walk all over again, I mm-hmm. uh, needed the protection of the wheelchair, so right. we used the wheelchair. However, it had its own problems mm-hmm. because. It was a. I was at a Catholic school, private mm-hmm. school, and at that time they were not very accessible. And that was in the seventies, which mm-hmm. you know brings us around to about the time that everybody started screaming, "Hey, what about us in wheelchairs? Don't we forget about us. Too. We need to use a restroom as well." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so kind of things changed a little bit. I wound up having to change schools so that I could go to a, a, an adaptive school. Um, it was an inclusive public school where okay. where um, we were all together. So it wasn't just a special school, even right. though I am special. But <laughs> now, how did how did the kids or friends? Um, I mean, treat you when you were there today? I they mean, were just they were... Um, happy to have me back. Nobody seemed to have any issues. Uh, my friends were just my friends. They cool. would still come visit, and nothing really changed. And that was a great deal of my life was like that, where okay. where no one really saw me as they said you don't act, which is really kind of funny they say you don't act disabled mm. so we don't think of you as disabled mm. <laughs> so, yeah. which is kind of funny because i fe- always felt like well what does that look like i didn't watch the video <laughs> right 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 yeah so but you didn't have any um issues with um you know like self-confidence and stuff going back either sounds like no um because you I, know a lot of people do once they get injured they they're afraid to be seen in the chair yeah a lot of people do I think the fact that I was so young, the age, correct, helped. Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot harder. My brother is a quadriplegic. Okay, he became a quadriplegic at the age of forty-five. Wow, and he has a real hard time, and he he can't accept it. Mm. He won't accept it. Um, uh, certainly not for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but I work with a group called the Triumph Foundation, and we get people to come out of their shells mm-hmm. and say there's a whole world out here you just have to try it out it's, it, it may be different mm-hmm. than the one you had before but that's okay it's still just as much fun it's just different fun yeah right, Absolutely. right. and that's great that you're you're doing some outreach and and that leads us to 
the other part of of um, why you're here and the accomplishments you have, um, you know, done with uh, the wheelchair pads and stuff. Can you elaborate on that and how what made you get into that? And <laughs> I'm a life coach. Okay. Most coaches have coaches, so my coach dared me because I'm a bit of a bookworm, and I could be a lifelong student. And I'm studying. I was, I was this close to finishing up with my uh, PhD, and um, she said, "I dare you to take your head out of that book, and you go do that pageant, enter that pageant." Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, "I don't want to enter. I don't want to enter a pageant. That's no, that's not <laughs> me." And then she said, "I dare you. You enter that pageant. You see how other people live, and you never see yourself." as being a disabled person and never do I and this was her speaking to me and I said okay well then I guess I will see what's you know what's out there we'll we'll go do this so anyway so she she really bugged me because she called me every day (laughs) every day did you sign up yet are you on the list (laughs) yes did you get that packet you know so so I got the packet you know and she begged me until I till I got the whole thing situated and um, and I said once I did fill out the packet and send it in I told her you do know now that if I do this and I have embarked on this endeavor I have to win <laughs> there's <laughs> no other I don't do option things, I don't do things halfway and you did <laughs> and she won and I did good and for I you did. and it's been a beautiful rain it was a it was a wonderful year I learned a lot about a lot of different disabilities. What uh, type of outreach did you do uh, while you were... Well, I, I found real quickly that people look to the title holder as like a stub hub. You have all the information for all... I, I am like 911, you know, on the 411. You know, everybody's just like, I need a wheelchair. Where do I go? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so um, real quick, you get you start collecting cards and getting your your database of who going so, to abilities expo that helps a lot yes doing the abilities expo um i did a did a couple of them uh representing and um do a lot of representing in different towns and it's really exciting even though it sounds silly that that we did the fourth of july parade in morgan hill mm-hmm. i didn't realize how much a parade meant to somebody in a in a wheelchair mm-hmm. until they announced Ms. Wheelchair California. Mm-hmm. And you would see those heads pop up that were sitting in wheelchairs and they you know and the parents would be like, Look, look, there's We have there. a hero. <laughs> yeah, I know. There, there's a representative, somebody just like us. Yeah. And I actually it, it was it was the strangest thing. I had somebody stop the parade so she could give me a hug. Wow. <laughs> I was just like, we need to get out of the street if we're going to keep hugging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but it mean, it represented something, and that's, that really made me open my eyes to people need somebody to look at and say there's somebody out there that's, that believes in us, that yeah. represents us, that doesn't make us look like the, the old... Yeah. Yeah, and obviously you made that connection with that individual that day. That that really um, that that was, I mean, there were many, but that one was the most traumatic because she was heartfelt. a um, she was a vet mm. from 
the uh, Kuwait. Mm. So when they went out in Kuwait, she had gotten injured. Okay. And so she was in a wheelchair. And she was just blown away, amazing, and just a wonderful individual. And we still keep in touch. That's so great. I look forward nice. to seeing her. Cool. So, and then um, what else do you do as a pageant holder? Uh, we travel the entire state. So we represent everybody from the um, mentally impaired, you know, the intellectually mm-hmm. impaired, to people in wheelchairs. It just, it, it doesn't matter. There is no exclusion. We, we represent everybody. So whenever they, I had a request, I had to go, and I had to go speak on their behalf to let them know that life doesn't end. Life is what you want it to be. Dream, dream big, you know, and and live and love and get out there and have a life. Now, is there, there is there a national um, Miss Wheelchair? That's a good question. Yes, yeah. there is. There are okay. two pageants, actually. There's a Miss Wheelchair America and Miss Wheelchair USA. And I competed in Miss Wheelchair USA. Mm. Oh, okay. I placed in third. <laughs> That's a big deal. Congratulations. <laughs> Which, it, it was good, but I was glad that I placed in third because I was able to spend more time at home oh. versus... Traveling everywhere. Yeah, and the, and the projects that they wanted us to do for USA weren't really national. They wanted you to go back to your home state and do something. Oh. And California is the flagship for the nation. We've got it covered. So right. we've got hunting programs. We've got surfing programs. We've got skiing programs. we got yeah. it all. And cycling, you know, all that hand stuff. And cycling, which is my personal favorite. <laughs> 24-7, um, year-round, basically, right? Yeah. yeah I, I love it. And um, I just did... Uh, sled hockey for the first time okay. because our Los Angeles Kings yes. who, who hopefully will win. Yes, you know um, because it's all about the cup for me because I love hockey. Gotcha. But anyway, uh, they actually provided a full uh, uh, equipment, mm-hmm. all the equipment, all the sleds, all the sticks, all the gear, the helmets, everything. Mm-hmm. For sled hockey at um, the local um, ice skating rink that is right around the corner from my house, so it's a blast. So wow. they they were all excited. They said, "You can join cool. the the sled, How did I sled miss hockey that? team." <laughs> so, I totally missed that. One. Oh, total blast! Total blast! It was so funny. I wore my so the whole ice skating rink is decorated kings because of course they they put so much money into this tiny facility right. in Oxnard. But, you know, a lot of people think Oxnard, that's nowhereville. But we also have the Dallas Cowboys training camp right, oh. r- right a block away from my house. Mm. <laughs> so I actually get to walk to these events, so mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. But, um, no, there's, you know, I, I just felt like I didn't want to take that National title wasn't as important when I realized what they wanted was right. not big enough for me. Gotcha. I'm, I I think big, think big, and I want everybody else to think big. You yes, know, I'm yes. just like it's it's better to think big and really go for something than it is to think small and think I can't. You know, can't. I always told my kids when they were growing up, can't means you don't want to, you don't want it bad enough. So. 
I just tell people dream big. Right. And what are the like qualifications to get in case uh, Richard wants to participate in one of these pageant events in the future? Yeah, girl. <laughs> well, um, no. that would require a little bit of femininity. Surgery. A, lot of surgery, huh? <laughs> a few um, psych appointments, I think. <laughs> but no, uh, anybody over the age of 18, any and fe- woman. And female. Yes, any woman over the age of 18 who has a passion to advocate for the disability community. So what we do is we uh, do a lot of traveling to not just representing when we're requested at an event, like a Sophie Center or sometimes when I'm requested to come to just individual events. But we also spend our time uh, two weeks ago talking to our legislators in Sacramento Mm -hmm. about transportation and making it uh, easy for people with disabilities to actually go about the cities. Uh, Those um, metal grates that are supposed to be around trees, they're not around all the trees. That's a real hazard for people in wheelchairs. I could have first experience. I yeah. fell on my face in one, so in an alley. So yeah. yes, he did. As if, as if to put the exclamation point right on it. I fell into one in Sacramento. Welcome to the club. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I'm here for, and look what happens to me. And and the the month before we had gone up to. Um, advocate for disability rights for parking mm-hmm. because the the 10 city initiative is trying to take away disabled parking rights and Whoa. the i i had gone up there and oddly enough we put the cones and we had our handicap placard up and we needed the extra space to be able to to unload the um two wheelchairs two motorized wheelchairs out of the back of the van and they ticketed us what and took the cones. <laughs> and the cones had the code number, the, the, the law code on it, mm-hmm. and had the name, our name on it. And they took them anyway mm. and just wrote the ticket. So that, that was just to prove their point of... of We're no, serious. In, in, we need to... In Sacramento, we are removing your parking privileges. <laughs> so. At all places, too, huh? Well, you have, um, uh, that's Kevin Johnson, I believe, is the mayor. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I believe so. And he, a former uh, basketball player. And he promised the Kings a a new court. (laughs) So, and and the the basketball Kings. New stadium. Not my hockey Kings. Right, right, right. (laughs) And... He promised it, but mm-hmm. however, there wasn't any funding for it because uh, the governor cut off funding for that. Oh. So he said, "Okay, where can we dig?" Right. Oh, oh, we those you know, there's a lot That's of money there. Us. Yeah. You know, which it, it is a lot of money. It really is, but they're going at it the wrong wrong side of it. Instead of going after the people with disabilities to pay the the bill. What they should be going after is the people who are violating. Correct. Those are huge fines that they, they're letting get away. They need to create some kind of task force to um, enforce those things and have people accountable and yeah. pay bigger fines. To Believe it or not, the and this is what I found really sad, is that the 
police actually don't like to enforce that because they've been shot at over parking space. You know, so... Okay, and that's not cool. That's scary, <laughs> you know, to think, yeah. think I'm, I'm, you know, and you think they're, they're just trying to defend our, our right to be able to park mm-hmm. in a disabled parking spot mm-hmm. and somebody else, and, you know, and then they get shot at for wow. something so silly. And it's just like, really? You really couldn't walk those extra, you know, Couple 20 feet? feet. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's why it gets to be a catch-22 mm-hmm. with, with law enforcement. And it's also why the DMV was assigned to recall all those um, placards that are out there that should not be out there. Mm. When, when people pass away, the, it's required that the Social Security department be informed of of the decedent right however why are they not informing the dmv communication seems to to be dropping off there exactly exactly so so there are ways that we're you know we're working with the um state government to try to correct action for the disability community i'll be up there actually um next week next week two weeks okay for um capital action day And Capital Action Day is a disability day where we march to the steps of the Capitol all the way around Mm -hmm. and right up to the steps of the Capitol. And we have what's almost like a fair, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's more like the expo, I guess I should say, like like the expo, where we discuss um, the issues that they should not be making laws without us. So, Mm -hmm. So the mantra is nothing about us without us. So yeah. that's the Do Network. Okay. And if you look on the Do Network website, you'll find me there leading <laughs> the crowd well, last year, and I'll be there again. That's awesome. Year. Yeah, uh, and then, um, you're on Twitter, too, so we can follow you? Yes. Okay. Coach underscore Cindy. Cool. And uh, as far as the website goes, uh, where can people uh, check out the Miss Pageant? Your, the your, the your, Miss Wheelchair uh, Pageant can be found at dot. MS, M is a Mary, S is in Sam, or Ms. Wheelchair, California.org. And the California is CA. C-A. Just, just the initials. You don't have to uh, write it all out. Okay. So. So, so there you go. That's where you could get in more information. She has a couple photos and a nice description of her story and uh, all the great things she's uh, yeah. becoming a part of. Thanks a lot for, for being an advocate and, and getting your hands in in the muck, if you will, and, and stand up for all our community because there's people like you make go a long way and bringing others like us together and, and, you know, we're power in numbers. So yes, the more people we can get behind initiatives that affect us, the, the more bigger change we're going to be able to make in, in exactly. the future exactly. for, for the upcomers. Right. Right. And I, I do like to tell people to, you know, feel free to, to contact me on Facebook. I'm always here. Um, people look at me for coaching and how do I handle this and stuff. So, and so I do do what I can to hook them up with whatever it is they need, the right people to get in touch with, whether it's, you know, the Triumph Foundation yes. or if I can point them to um, Johnny and Friends, which okay. provides wheelchairs. And okay. there are many organizations out there. People just don't know about them. So. so there you go. Connect with with our uh, ambassadors and our, our activists in the community to get the most out of it. So that's right. 
Yeah, and I'm sure we can also find you on Pushrim, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you certainly will. <laughs> and you can find Ray and I on Pushrim also. Yeah, and uh, if you guys have any questions for us, feel free to uh, email us at info at pushroom.com with any questions, show topics. We're going to start incorporating uh, a questions and answers segment on our show at the end. So if you guys feel free to ask us any questions and we'll try to answer them at the end of the show for you guys. It could be anything from what's your favorite snack to you know, what, what kind of wheelchairs you guys ride or whatever it might be. Feel free to write us and we'll put you on our next episodes upcoming episodes so and with that we leave you guys and uh, thanks again for being part of the community and tuning in hopefully thank you uh, for having me thank you cindy for being yeah. with us and taking time to share your story with with all of us and uh maybe we could see how you uh progress and you know make a big change in the future so we're working on it yeah <laughs> right on keep banging those heads in congress yeah have to. <laughs> All right. Have to. Thanks. And with that, we leave you guys. All right. Have a Take good one. Take care. Thank Bye. you.